dude, I woke up and I was looking through all my Greece photos for some reason. But I was like, oh my god, I can't believe this was a month ago. I don't know why this morning I was just browsing through my photo album. I am planning to like print some of these photos. So I was like looking through to select the ones I actually want to print because you know that thing where you take like 50 versions of one photo? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, so I was digging through everything and I was like, oh, I can't believe this was one month ago that I was at this beautiful beach tanning and first international trip in a while. (sighs) The memories. I honestly cannot believe that's being a month because in my head, I feel like it's one two weeks ago (laughs) i know i know same yeah i was like who is this girl (laughs) yeah (laughs) but i I love i was like i stalk her all the time even using our instagram account i was like looking her photos i was like oh my gosh her abs look so good oh my gosh so i just commented if we're talking body you got a perfect one but don't put it on me (laughs) (laughs) that's the next life it's too sexual that threw me off because i was like dancing and then i was like wait (laughs) but thank you thank you it's so weird because maybe this is like part of you know getting older and wiser but this is also the first summer where i was like in a bikini and just not self-conscious i love that because normally like every summer if i'm like going to the beach i would just feel self-conscious about something And the thing is, it's not even like I'm in the best shape of my life. Like, let's be real. Quarantine 15 is a real thing. (laughs) I mean, I didn't gain 15. That's a lot. But, you know, definitely put on some happy weight being at home, not going places. So it wasn't even like, oh, I feel like I'm the fittest shape of my life. Like, let me show it off. It definitely was not like that. But yeah, I feel like this Greece trip, for some reason, I was just like oh, you know, I have some fluff on my stomach. It's fine. Not a big deal. I still look great. I still feel confident. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. It's like I'm here to live life. I'm vibing. Yes. I love that. And I feel like I always hear people who are like older talking about how when they get older, they become more accepting of their body and stop criticizing their body. Mm. And I feel like younger me would always be like, don't relate don't know what that's like (laughs) nice for you (laughs) yeah oh my god I don't know if you relate to this but in the past like I would look at certain photos and just be so disgusted and like I could pinpoint everything I would change about like how I looked or how I was posing and just like delete it right away and be like I never want to look at this again yes even though I know for a fact those times in the past I was definitely in like quote a better shape than I was now if we're measuring that by like thinness or like how toned I look and things like that. But I, it's so corny, but I definitely do feel like confidence comes from within. It's I, not, I do think so though. Right? Yeah. It's just like how you see yourself. So I don't know. I was having a moment this morning cause I was like posting all these photos and I was like picking out which ones I wanted to print so I can like add it to, I have like this wall of photos in my room. So I was picking out mm. ones that I wanted to add. And I was just thinking, oh, my God, it's so refreshing to, like, look at these photos of me at the beach and not just be, like, criticizing every little part of my body. I will be honest. There's photo from our first grade trip. I deleted it from my phone purely because self-hatred. Oh, no. And we didn't even have that many group photo. Well, not group, two people. I see you as perfect. I was like, oh, my God, look at Danny's abs. Look at her legs so toned, so lean. 
and I just look at myself be like, ew, why did I wear that hat? That dress makes me look even 10 pounds heavier. Gross. I know what you're talking about. Is it when we were at the Red Beach? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Okay, yes. Okay, okay. It was so bad. No, no, no. And that one is not our fault. The person <laughs> taking the photo took really bad photos. Like, awful yeah. angles. Because I deleted all those, too. Like, <laughs> okay, oh, my God. I'm so glad. There is a f- saying in Chinese. Not saying, like, a phrase in Chinese called 死角. Basically, it's a blind side, but they apply it for when you take photos. That some people say they look good on their left side. Some people mm. look good on their right side. But if you're skinny and pretty, you don't have side. Like 360, 360 degree, you're all gorgeous. Doesn't matter the photographer. You always look gorgeous. So like I used to just think whatever the stranger's photo took of me, I just think that's how people see me. And I just cringe. Mm. And I sometimes even question like, oh my God, am I blind? Because that's not why I see in the mirror. Like I'm, am I having a rose glass on my eyes like trying to comfort myself like why is that so disgusting but now i'm pulling back because there are times i criticize my iphone for not be able to capture like (laughs) we always say that yeah the beauty of the nature or like the view we always be like oh the the camera cannot do the justice like it does not even capture an ounce of the beauty i'm just like i am that beautiful thing if something, if the photo comes out ugly, it's the camera, it's the photographer. Well, this is not me every day, but sometimes, like, you know, sometimes just like feeling myself, like having the confidence moment, I'll be like, it's not me. I am beautiful. You are beautiful. <laughs> we are all beautiful. Yes. Love that. We started on a deep note today, but love this. And if you're still in the place where you're critiquing yourself, just stop. Like, let me tell you, just stop. It's like, so we are really our own worst critics. Like the stuff I used to say to myself is so mean. I mean, I hope that this is like from here on out, every time I see a photo of myself, I'll be like, I accept this. This is how I look. It's okay. I don't love this, but it is like, it's okay. I'm happy with it. I don't know. Maybe this is like one of those things that like changes year over year. But I will say this past summer, or I guess it's still the summer technically, (laughs) this past Greece trip was really nice to even see like unflattering photos of myself and be like, yeah, that is actually how I look. It's like realistic. I'm not like, I didn't know I look like this. Like, (laughs) what did the camera do to me? You know what I mean? (laughs) So this actually leads to the topic that I want to discuss today. I was really thinking about our conversation last week, just about feeling content in life. And maybe sometimes that contentment leads to this feeling of not enough is happening. We didn't like really get to touch on this in the last episode. But I also feel like a big part of that is just the stage of life we're at because we're both Mm. in our Oh, my God, I hate saying this late 20s. Like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm one year away from 30s. I mean, honestly, 30s are great. I have friends who are in their 30s and they're happy. And I look at their life. I also think it's great. So I'm trying to like get myself over the concept. 30, it's like my youth is gone. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's how I feel about turning 27. 
in a few months. Not that like my youth is gone, but I don't know. 27 just seems like such a serious age for some reason. I mean, nothing really. It's just a number at the end of the day, you know, but yeah, like yesterday I was at my cousin's birthday and she turned 27 and she was literally like joking. Oh, maybe I can say I turned 26 again because, you know, quarantine, like we didn't really get to live out like our last yeah. birthday so maybe I could just say I'm 26 again so I was like laughing because it's like okay at least I'm not the only one that's like stressed about <laughs> this weird 27 number which I know when I'm actually older I'm gonna look back and be like oh my god 27 so young the same way I look back at my old like bikini photos and I'm like oh my god your body's fine like why are you so mean to yourself yeah but at least right now I still I still feel it's so weird this is like the first year I feel any type of panic around my like turning a year older I used to like make fun of people who okay that sounds me but <laughs> I, I literally just didn't understand people who would panic about turning a certain age because to me it's like wow why are you making such a big deal of your birthday like it's just another day like right nothing changes between eleven fifty nine and midnight you know like you're still gonna be the same person why are you like adding all this stress to your own life but joke's on me because that's what's happening <laughs> to me now. You're one of them now. And I think we kind of allure to this in our catch-up episode, A Birthday, A Vacation, and Sun Goats. I think I remember we're joking and I was saying how like when I turned 27, I feel so lost and I cry so much, especially 27 actually. Oh, great. Well, <laughs> well no, no, no. This is because when I was like 20, 21, back in my college days, I thought I was going to get married when I turned 27. Like, mm. I had my life planned out. I was like, 27 is a good age to get married because I want to have some time to spend with my husband, just us, no kids, and then maybe have the first baby 29, and the second one 31st or something like that, and then another one 33, because I wanted three kids. I was like having this plan. And then when I was in college, I had a serious relationship, like a serious boyfriend that was the talk, like the something we talked about. So, but then we broke up when I turned 27, actually. Oh, <laughs> so it's like jokes on me. This is not happening. And then my friends who have been through that age were like comforting me. Like literally what you're saying, like, you're so young, you're such a babe. And when I was at your age, I've been through the same thing. The funny thing is when I turned 27, I was like, why did I ever think I want to get married when I turned 27? Because I'm still trying to figure out life. I have no idea what I want to do. And like hearing about my friends back at home getting married, it's like, what? That kid? He's getting married? That friend? He's being a father now? I cannot even take care of myself. I am not going to be in a joint tax filing status or taking oh my gosh. responsibility with another human being. Yeah, that's the thing too is so many of my friends got engaged this past year and I'm so happy for them. And, you know, I'm really excited to attend their weddings and like all that, but I just like can't even relate to that stage that they're at because here I am single <laughs> and they're <laughs> committing to a partner and kind of like starting that chapter of like maybe buying a home together. Actually, one of them already like they already have 
a home together. All these like very big life milestones that I'm like, wow, I'm not even near that. It's not that I want that either. I just like can't even like picture it for myself right now. But they're the same age as me. One of them's like, I think around your age, so a little bit older. I was just like, wow, like I'm so happy for you. I'm so excited to like be a part of this wedding and help you plan. But I just don't even like have an inkling of what this must feel like. And I can tell I'm not ready because even the thought of marriage or even when you were talking about like this life plan that you had, I was getting so stressed (laughs) out. I was like, oh my God, like I don't, I don't want to do this. (laughs) I I was like nodding my head really hard because one of my closest friends, they're getting a house. When she was sharing the news, I was like very excited. And part of me is like, shit, I'm behind. Yes. Just like. Immediately, I'm thinking about me, 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 me. And it's not even just that she, like what you're saying, like the fact that they are in this milestone, this big event, but also I'm just like, wow, they're financially responsible that they save so much enough for like pricing in these like, because London, New York City, these are like expensive cities. Yes. So I'm just like, wow, they're so much better than me. They have achieved more in life. And then I'm just start like narcissistically picking on myself and criticizing myself. Mm, yeah, like the comparing part. Yeah. Yeah, I do that too. I, I, I think I talked about this in the podcast before, but I went home for seven months to stay with my parents last year during the pandemic. And a lot of my friends from back home, not all of them, but I would say a handful who are my age have already purchased their first home. Granted, it's a lot more affordable to do that in North Carolina than it is in New York. But even then I was thinking in my head, well, even if I wanted to buy a home in North Carolina, it would eat up a lot of my current bank account. Yeah. You know, because it's just so much harder to save in a high cost living city than it is in a smaller town where the cost of living is much lower. And a lot of my friends from back home, they also lived with their parents the first couple of years when they came out of school. So obviously we're able to save a lot more when you don't have to pay for rent, which literally eats up like half my income at this point. Yeah. And uh, immediately I just started thinking, Oh my God, like I haven't been responsible enough. Like all the same things you were talking about, like even if I wanted to buy a home here, I don't have, like, I could, but I wouldn't feel comfortable because it would just eat up so much of my savings. Yeah. Flash, like, I wouldn't buy a home because that doesn't make sense for me personally. But, yeah, you just start measuring yourself against your peers and start feeling like, oh, am I behind? But what does, like, behind even mean? Because I I almost feel like we can't really compare ourselves to people who live in like smaller suburban or rural places just because like the cost of living is so high like buying a home in New York City is not even like a goal for me because it's so like I would have to be so old by the time (laughs) I could afford something like you know so it's also like a commitment that they have committed to a city or place yeah I think that's another thing because I'm like I don't know where I'm gonna spend the rest of my life in like is it London is it Shenzhen, China? Mm. Is it possibly another new city that I've never been to? Yeah. 
oh, this sounds so bad, but I still feel like I'm not at a place where I'm like ready to commit, which is why mm. I think when people talk about things like marriage, it sounds so scary to me. Even when it's like not me and I'm hearing like my friends do it, again, while I'm super happy for them, I just like can't picture it for myself because I'm not at that space. I'm not at that like mindset. And it's so funny because on the one hand, because as women, I do feel like there is an actual biological timeline. If you want to have kids, like you really can't wait until you're like 40 or 50 to be like, okay, I'm ready now. And it's like, well, it's more complicated then. So I do feel like on that aspect, it's a little bit kind of unfair for us as a gender. Because there is kind of like an ideal period to like safely have a child or children if you want more than one. But on the other hand, it's like, if you're not ready, you're not ready. Like, you know, like, yeah. And also like, cause life, our lifespan now is so long that even if you get yeah. like 40, you still have like a good 50, like, 50 years. years. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. a long time. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I keep going back and forth about this baby thing. I think about two years ago, one of my really close work friends recommended me this book called The Defining Decade. Dude, what it's- the fuck? That was me. <laughs> you Snapchat recommended me, but this coworker, she forced me to buy it. She's like, no, 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 you read it, read it, read it. Okay, because I was like, this close friend, <laughs> you're looking at her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this book, it's published back in 2012 by Make J for like contacts Make J it's a clinical psychologist who specializes in adult development and she has a doctoral doctoral degree in clinical psychology and in gender studies from University of California Berkeley so with her credential i take her words more to heart and the book it's good and I don't think it meant to come off this way, but I had a chapter titled Everybody, specifically about fertility. Oh my gosh, that book and that chapter made me feel extremely overwhelming because it was sharing a lot of data, exactly what you're saying that the biological clock, because I was trying to believe by the news, pop culture and whatever, that having kids in 30s or even in the late 30s, it's okay. But the book, like the author brings out a lot of statistics that, look, this is not that easy. And not only it's not easier, it actually brings a lot of couple into therapy because it's like a lot of stress inducing thing to have kids later. And I just remember after reading that chapter, I started like thinking, okay, that means I have to get married by this age. And this is when I'm going to have the first baby. So I have to work back now that now I need to date someone serious. And I was so stressed. I even had this conversation with another coworker. Oh, she really freaked me out. I don't think she intended to, but you know, like where it's more like where I was in the mindset. She was saying like, oh, Mickey, you're so young. You don't have to rush in like dating so seriously. You can still pick and choose, like pick the right person. Don't, don't rush. You don't want a baby, right? I was like, I, I do. Everything's, I was little, I want to be a mom. Like, not like I want to be a mom today, but that was part of my plan. And then she was like, oh, in that case, I think you should freeze your egg. 
I was like, oh, like this is at work. So I'm like not expecting this conversation. And she's like, you know, after age of 32, your ex quality are just not that good anymore. I was just like, oh my God, this is so much information bombing at me. I know she had good intention, but this is a lot because this is when I was 27. I was like, mm. this is a lot of information for a 27 year old who has not had close friends, had baby, like know any of these pregnancy, like fertility related education. I don't regret she told me that because I think these are like knowledge is power. <laughs> but sometimes ignorance is bliss. I just got so stressed out. Yeah, I do know how I feel because one of my friends actually told me that she recently had her eggs frozen during quarantine because, you know, she had the downtime and the flexibility when she's working from home to recover from the surgery. And the thing is, like, surgery really, really freaks me out. So even if I wanted to have kids and do this process, it's still really scary to me because, yeah. I mean, surgery is surgery, you know, like... It's not like a minor thing. You have to, you know, get surgery. Yeah, yeah. But I was so proud of her because I love that she's taking her future in her own hands, saying like, you know what? Like right now I'm such a busy like career woman. I want to, I still really want to have kids one day and I can afford to get uh, my eggs frozen because it is very expensive to do. I mean, honestly, all the fertility options besides if you're lucky enough to have a kid naturally, it's very expensive. Like IVF is expensive. I think the whole like gist of the book is people keep talking about 20 year olds from 20 to 29 as if these are like the years you can just throw away. Like it's just the fun years. Like you don't need yeah. to have things figured out. But her point is that's not a good mindset to have because whatever you build in your 20s, that's the foundation for your 30s, your 40s going forward. Not to say you can't like make changes or like, you know, pivot in life. Pivot. Pivot. <laughs> I always think of Ross's voice Ross. when I say that word. But I think her book was just trying to advise people in their 20s to really think about what they want instead of being reckless during that decade. Fertility being one of them, like don't just think like things are easy and you can just do this whenever because there, for women, there is a biological time. Mm. So yeah, even things like getting your eggs frozen, while I totally find that so admirable and practical, like a, honestly, like a brave thing to do because, because to me, like doing that is acknowledging to yourself, I'm not like a young chick anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I really want this. I need to like optimize all my chances. Yeah. Which is like a really scary thing, I feel like, to like admit to yourself to like even go through with that process because again, it's surgery. And I know like some people are just like modern day health and technology is so good, like surgery is not a big deal. But to me, like as someone who's never had surgery, like I find that to be such a scary thing to yeah, undergo. Yeah, same. So yeah, it's like crazy because like I can't even like fathom the idea of like kids or marriage because I'm not even like really dating right now. But then I do feel like I'm hitting that age where like a lot more of my friends are getting engaged. And I almost feel like I'm going to be that one friend that's like always like single and going to have like all these cats one day. <laughs> you know, that like <laughs> stereotypical cat lady, even though I don't like cats. No, we're not going to be that person. 
but I know what you mean. The reason I'm saying I'm back and forth is because, like, part of me is like so stressed out by this information and the statistic, even though I recognize they're helpful. I really think you summarized the book really well, even though you read the book so long ago. But at the same time, I go back and forth because, like, I am not ready. Then I'm not ready.、Mm-hmm. Like the responsible thing to do is not rush into a marriage for whatever reason. That's not responsible to yourself or the other person, and to not rush getting a kid because you think biological clock's ticking, because that's not a reason to bring lives into this earth. There's just like pressure from society to like achieve a certain thing at a certain point in life, and then when you see like where your friends are at, it's kind of like a constant measuring stick of like, okay,、yeah. someone this age who's like similar background with me is doing this. Should I be doing this? Why didn't、yeah. I even consider this? Whatever this、yes. is. <laughs> yeah, and then like you know, like sometimes parents have opinions. I just feel like all these things combined, it's hard not to feel. Like stress on your birthday because it's like where you thought you would be versus where you actually are. Nodding my head so hard, and I was just about to ask about what your parents have been saying, especially because earlier you were mentioning that your friends back at home are getting married, buying house, because my parents have have been chill until recent year, because they are starting to say your friend A. Is doing X Y Z.、Mm. What are you doing? And then my mom constantly will say, "You are not sixteen." I'm like, "Mom, I know that." She's like, "But why are you acting like you are?" I was like, "I am not. Yeah, like, I am acting my age?" Question mark. But it's like the society saying that no, no, no. At this age, you should uh not even just like marriage status, like career wise,、mm. you should have this job title. You should earn this salary.、Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! My first year after graduating, my dad's like, "What's your salary bump gonna look like? What's the percentage?" I was like, "I don't know. I just joined the workforce." <laughs> He's like, "My friend's daughter got like twenty percent." I was like, "But for her, like, I don't know." Yeah,、um, yeah. It's all relative. Exactly. Like we're not living in the same city, we're not living in the same industry field. I'm like, Dad, you didn't tell me to get like. If you want to complain about my salary, you should tell me what major I should take in college. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my parents don't really have these expectations of like, I want you to be doing this and this like right now or two years from now. If anything, it's more like my outside relatives. That will comment things like, "Oh my gosh,、oh, are you dating anyone now?" And it's like, okay, I know the second I tell you, the entire family's gonna gossip about me, and like investigate who this person is. I just don't need that right now. So I'm always、yeah. like, no. And I'm pretty sure they think I'm like a lesbian or something. Who knows? <laughs> like, because my answer like consistently for like the past decade has been, "No, I don't have a boyfriend." <laughs> like, that's like always their question. I think I think they know like I'm. A more private person, so one of my aunts will be like, "You know, now's a good time to start being serious about dating." And I'm just like, "What do you think I do?" Think、exactly? doing? Yeah, you think I'm just like, "Oh, this is just like a joke relationship." <laughs> yeah, that's joshing around this relationship. Yeah, and I think the only thing 
So my parents like never really say anything to me, but I do realize that like my mom had me when she was like 26 and I'm 26 right now. So by the time she had me, like she was already married to my dad, like pregnant with me, about to have me. So like that really freaks me out because Mm. it's kind of like, whoa, like I just can't believe when you were like my age, this is like where your life was at and the stuff that you were doing. And like, I just can't even, I can't even picture that for me like next year, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. So it's not like they're really saying anything, but it's more just me realizing like, whoa, like generationally, my parents had me when they were, I would say like fairly young by today's standard, but I'm just not even at that place. And I'm glad that they don't pressure me by constantly like asking me like, oh, when are you going to give us grandkids? Like things like that. I don't know. Cause I never really Okay, actually, I have. Because when you were talking about, oh, when I was in college, I thought by this age, I would be married to my current boyfriend and all this other stuff would follow. It's so funny because one of my like closest friends in college was exactly this kind of person <laughs> where she like had her five year plan, like to the T. And every time she talked about it, I would get so stressed out. And I would automatically think to myself, like, oh, my God, I don't have my life together. Like, where's my five-year plan? And you know how, like, <laughs> in job interviews, they'll always ask those questions. Like, yes. where do you see yourself five years from now? And I would literally just, like, bullshit, like, out of my ass. I just did <laughs> not know. But she was the kind of person, similar to, like, your plan, where she's like, oh, at this age, or, like, when I graduate, I'm going to work at this job for, like, this many years. Like, it was so specific. Whoa. And then, and then it's like, and then I'm going to go back to, and then I'm going to go to grad school for this amount of years. Then I'm going to graduate from grad school and do this type of job for this many years. Like, it was, like, so planned out to the T. And then she's like, and then I'll, like, get married at this age, have my first child at this age, have my second child. I mean, it was literally to the point where I'm hearing this and I'm just, like, sweating because I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> I was like, I feel like I, like, why is my future all murky <laughs> compared to yours? But it's funny because she didn't go on to do those things. I mean, I was about to ask. Yeah, because you really cannot plan your life like that. Like, it's so, you can. yeah, like, how do you, you know, like, plan it out to that specific detail? Like, all these things have to line up. And it also doesn't allow for you to, like, change as a person because it's assuming the mm. things you want at 20 is the exact same things you'll want at 25, at 30, etc. I feel like I naturally never had that mindset. But when I was dating this guy from college, he was also this type of person where he just had like a, a more clear idea. Although, to be honest, at that age, everyone had a clear idea. <laughs> but he just like knew kind of what he wanted. I feel like because I liked him so much at the time, I adopted what he wanted as the things I wanted so when he said things like oh yeah like I want to work in the city for a couple years and then I want to like maybe move out to the suburbs I have no desire to live in the suburbs but when he said that I was like well I think he's my person so if he wants to move to the suburbs naturally he must be picturing me in this scenario so I guess I want to move to the suburbs I just like absorb all these things that he wanted and I was like okay like great this is what I want and actually like felt easier because it's like oh, yeah, like, someone's just telling me what I should want. So now I know what I want. Yeah. And obviously, like, when things ended and we broke up, I really had to, like, 
ask myself like okay what do I want is it actually these things is it not like I feel like I had to like figure out my own interest again because I just absorbed so much of like what he wanted made myself believe it's like what I wanted also oh my gosh I just so really to that maybe this is why we're best friends when I broke out with this that boyfriend who I had <laughs> this plan for I don't know if you would call existential crisis or quarter-life crisis or whatever you may call it. I was questioning everything because I had a plan of how long I would be in London and mm. how long I would be in New York. When I'm going to go to grad school, like what your friend was saying. So when we broke up, none of those, it's like all are gone. And it was funny because I was planning everything in this we mindset. And so when that relationship fell through why I sounded like a project fell through but when that <laughs> didn't happen I was having the doubt for everything I felt like I don't know if it's because it's a young love that we just I don't want to see we because I think I just so want to please the other person I think I really lost myself the reason I say that's because I start questioning the music I listen do I like this type of music because if I like this music Oh, is it because he liked this music? It's like, I don't even know what cuddle I like, what music I listen. It's like, I am a stranger. I was a stranger to myself. It was like really scary because I had a plan how long I was being London. And then I was like, oh, so what now? How, how long am I gonna be here? Should I pack my bag, go back to China? It was like very anxiety inducing. So to cope with that, I just work long hours. Like, I do not go home till midnight. Just sleep, repeat, do not think. Pretend mm -hmm. this thing does not exist. I do not have a problem. So wait, how did that resolve? Like, um, I think time. I think time is a big thing. Everything happened for a reason. It did not resolve easily. I think it was like subtly calmed down a bit from the peak time where I'm questioning everything, like my whole belief system. And then to like calm myself down, like, just by leaving my daily life. And I think that also led to a lot of things happening in my life, for example, was something that I worked through during my therapy session. I guess that might be a bad answer for anyone who went through the same thing as I have because that took like a long time. But the thing is, I think a lot of things in life takes a long time to process and to get to a better mindset because I was basically relearning myself and loving myself and refinding myself wow this sounds so deep and so like therapeutic unfortunately it did took me a long time to resolve but that's just life that's just life but <laughs> i think it's not just only about relationship the journey of finding yourself like discovering yourself but also when I was graduating college, this is like after I accepted job offer, like literally in April and May when we're doing final exams, getting excited for graduation, trying to enjoy that last tiny bit of summer before we jump into the real world. But I was like having this deep conversation with one of my roommate in college. I was saying how like, did I chose my major because I wanted to, because I like it? Or is it because it make financially, uh, how do I say, like strategically good reason because I was going for accounting. There's a saying in my industry <laughs> is that accountant never lose their job. Even though I was so excited when I got an offer, but when I was about to join that 
workforce, I start questioning my decision. And I was like, do you feel this way? Do you feel passionate about your major and the career you're going to go into? The thing is, like, some of my friends, they are. And that makes me feel, like, even worse. But I try to, like, not ruin everybody's mood because, like, this graduation season. And I kind of just brush it away. And it came back to me, I think, two or three months into my first year working. This is such a vivid memory I have in my head. I cannot go back to sleep for, like, weeks I was pacing back and forth in my tiny studio in New York. This feeling of I don't want to let go of that day and questioning why do I need to wake up tomorrow? But not, not in that depressing way. Like, what's the meaning of my job? It's almost like in college, we have, well, like when we were in school, there's always curriculum, there's always expectation, there's always like a way that you know you're doing good. And then that time, I just felt that. I know I'm trying hard. I know I'm putting out my best, but I'm more like questioning, is this the career I want? Like when I was younger, similar to this marriage thing, I thought I would just pick one firm and stick to it for the rest of my life. Cause I am hashtag Leo loyal person. <laughs> Loyalty is everything. <laughs> I really thought if I, I pick that firm, that's going to be my firm. That's going to be my job for the rest of my life. That feeling stressed me out, even mm -hmm. though I had planned it. Because I realized I don't want that to be the rest of my life. Especially when I look up to people who are, say, 20 years ahead of me. I don't want their life. Like, no offense to them. Like, absolutely no offense to them. It's just that I don't want their life. It's funny because I've never been like a planner. Like I even in college, I feel like I changed majors a bunch of times. I didn't really know what exactly I want to do, which is whereas some people like come into college very intentional about like what they study, what classes to take. Yeah. They strategize everything. In college and actually even like after I graduated, I was really jealous of those people because I would always think, wow, they have it so together. Like wouldn't it be nice to know I want to do and like will be doing and can envision that for myself and it's yeah. not that I don't it's not that I don't have goals like I do want to achieve certain things but I've never been the type to like say I need to achieve this by this age or like at this time in my life otherwise it's too late for me I don't know I almost feel like the act of planning things that far out has always stressed me out but then when I hear other people talk about it, it makes me feel inadequate because I'm like, oh, why don't I have this? Yeah. We got it together. Even though it's like, well, who says that's the metric of getting it together? Because honestly, like most of them don't even like follow through with their plans. Like life just happens. Things change. People change. Like if I were to tell my college self like, hey, when you're five years out of school, you're going to have three different jobs. I would have been like, oh, my God. <laughs> Are you that lost that like you need to jump jobs that many times? But like I wouldn't I like I'm happy with the choices I made. It's almost like everything happens for a reason. Like I don't think I could have gotten here had I not gotten through certain experiences. Maybe that's what we have to tell ourselves to like <laughs> make it all make sense. I don't know. It but, does though. Yeah. And I think honestly for me this year, it's been largely due to this pandemic where I feel like, oh, I haven't. Like, similar to the episode we talked about last week, like, I haven't done enough, nothing mm. has happened, it's all gone a waste. And, you know, people constantly tell you how, like, your mid-20s is supposed to be, like, best years of your life, like, 25, 26. So, yeah, it's so it, stressful. It's like, I have to. Yes. 
otherwise I'm wasted. But like, who says so? Yeah, because I don't think yeah. my life was wasted. No, yeah, exactly. It's like I don't know, just like society. Yeah, I'm glad that we're talking about this because I I do think this feeling comes and goes as well. And sometimes I'm in a good place and I can remind myself. But to be honest, there's so many times I listen to our old episodes to like remind myself because、mm-hmm. it is like like it's like an ocean wave. There are times like two two years ago, I even. I even stressed about by certain age I need to rank certain title, which I felt like other than me, no one cared. So I felt like I need to keep reminding me life is a wave. Just gonna write it out, have a good time, and be kind to myself. Do you have any advice for me as I approach my birthday? Honestly, I felt like I'm really proud of you. I feel like you do so good. Earlier, you were saying how like you switched three job. I was like. You weren't because you were saying like, oh, maybe the younger you would be like, oh, are you that lost? But in my head, I was like, no, you were like trying to find yourself, and I felt like you find something you are really interested in, and I was so proud of the whole process, how you change every single step. So I think as a friend, I'm more excited for you. Like I'm excited to see the 27 year Danny's gonna do, because one thing I know about Danny is that. <laughs> I can't think There of should、anything. be something grand coming. <laughs> But one thing I know about Danny is that she's carefree. She's a free spirit. Yeah, that's true. I am someone who likes change, and I think that's why it's hard for me to like plan things like ten years out because it seems so fixed. And thank you. You know what? I agree. I'm gonna adopt that mindset. It wasn't oh, you changed three jobs because you were still lost and didn't know what you wanted to do. It's you changed three jobs because you were brave enough. To leave a place、yes. that works for you, because some people would just stay and yeah, you know. it's always easier that to stay than go out there. Yes. Oh my God. Okay, that's the mindset I'm gonna take from today until November. <laughs> <laughs> But I am so looking forward to celebrating this year, like actually celebrating, even if I can't do like a big gathering. That's totally okay. Hopefully, our trip works out. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Hint, okay. Yeah. I don't want to like say it just in ca- like, in case I jinx it. Same. But let's just say when we're hanging out, may or may not coincide with someone's twenty <laughs> seventh birthday. <laughs> also, oh my god, my birthday is on Thanksgiving this year, so I'm like, we're gonna eat so much food. Oh, I'm ready. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm ready. <laughs>